0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. This is episode number 42 and I'm talking about caffeine detoxes should you get off of your coffee you have every single day, should you scale back the caffeine intake. That is the subject of what I'm talking about today. If you guys enjoyed today's show, please let me know. Leave a review on iTunes and you'll be entered to win a free minivan from Rogue Fitness if you do so. And also, if you have any questions you want answered on the show, go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact triple the letter f podcast.com slash contact and leave a question on that contact form and i'll answer it on the show i'll make an episode out of it um, or i'll do like a question answer episode where i answer a bunch of questions anything goes it can be about motivation life productivity fitness nutrition anything you really want to ask and i'll try to answer it on the show so you get to hear what you want to hear and i get some good content for you guys thank you for listening and welcome to all the new listeners What's up, everybody? It's Jordan Stoltz, and I'm back with another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Today, I'm wrapping up the week with a Foodie Friday. Foodie Friday. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Um, I talked on Motivation Monday, motivation, life, productivity, related topics. I think I talked about on Wednesday, I talked about curing wrist pain, so that's probably the episode that released. Hope you guys enjoyed those. Today, I'm talking about something that I recommend you guys trying. Okay, so I'm um, talking about caffeine detoxing and when you should, when you shouldn't do this, how you do this, and kind of give you step-by-step instruction on this whole process. So if you guys like the show, again, go leave a review on iTunes. It helps the podcast a ton, and it's not too hard. doesn't take too long. Just if you're listening on your phone, go to your podcast app, search for Fitness, Food, and Freedom. Even if you're subscribed, you have to search. I don't know why, but search for it. Our logo will pop up, click on the logo with the three F's and then hit ratings and reviews and you can leave a five star review and you can write something if you wish, you don't have to though. That would mean a ton, really helps the show out, really helps it reach more people. Also just sharing the show on social media helps a ton as well. Thank you guys for listening though, I really appreciate you tuning in and listening to me just talking for a half hour, it's pretty cool. So I'm going to get down to today's show, caffeine detoxing. So I'm sitting here drinking my cup of coffee, ironically, when I'm talking about detoxing from caffeine. I do enjoy one or two cups of coffee every morning and this eventually caught up to me and this was about mm, end of March. Okay, so around the end of March, so that's about a month ago now, a little bit more than a month. I was starting to notice that I was adapting to the caffeine, right? I was adapting to the coffee and there's a few things I noticed and these are kind of some warning signs that you can see in your own, in your own body or your own mind that you can see, you can kind of point out that tell you maybe you need to caffeine detox, maybe you need to eliminate the caffeine, which I'll get into how to do that in a little bit. So the things I was noticing, number one, I was noticing that the coffee didn't necessarily work as well. Right. So it would maybe take two cups. Maybe it would take even three cups on some mornings for me to feel the caffeine kick in. Maybe, uh, you know, if I, you know, if I had one cup of coffee, it didn't hardly do anything for me. And this kind of goes along with, number two, which I I guess you kind of drag in the afternoon. So normally like, you know, you don't really want to rely on the caffeine and kind of by afternoon time, I would kind of get to the point where that cup of coffee in the morning wasn't enough and I would really need more. It wasn't just like I wanted to enjoy a cup of coffee in the afternoon. It was like I was physically, mentally just worn down unless I had it, that would give me the boost to get through the rest of the day. Number three is what I just mentioned is that you're relying on the caffeine. And that's where I was about a month ago was that, you know, if I didn't have it, my day would suffer. My productivity would really suffer. It's not just a little bit. It was a lot. It was like, you know, I couldn't focus maybe without the caffeine. I got a headache. These different things, they're kind of, you know, off and on. It wasn't every single day. It wasn't terrible, but it was, it was there and I did notice it. Uh, these is kind of some of the signs you can see if the cup of coffee really is starting to not have the same effect. Now people do, you know, they adapt to caffeine and that's just the way it goes, right? You're going to eventually build up a tolerance for it. And you need to be aware of that as well, that, you know, it's not going to have the same effect. If you just started drinking coffee, it's not going to have the same effect always that it does the first even year you drink the coffee. Now, later on though, you know, you're going to keep adapting, but You kind of want to slow that adaption process because you don't want to intake too much caffeine. You don't want to drink a ton of coffee and just be, you know, wired on caffeine all day. Not good for you. Not good for your heart. Not good for your kidneys, all of these things, even your brain. You don't want to stimulate like that all the time. Caffeine is a stimulant. Caffeine is a drug and you don't want to abuse it. You want to, you know, have a healthy relationship with everything, right? You want to have a healthy relationship with working out, healthy relationship with your food, Healthy relationship with your coffee and your caffeine. And if it turns unhealthy, that's when you need to detox. That's when you need to cycle it out and, you know, scale back that adaption. That's kind of the story of how I started feeling. And then, so I started realizing, like, man, you know, I need to get rid of this coffee. I need to try to cycle off it, see what happens, just to detox completely from the caffeine, no caffeine. And then just see how my body responds, how the caffeine affects my body after the detox. So, if I'm more sensitive to it after that, does it stay that way or is it like a quick adaption that comes back? These are the things that I was wondering and the things I wanted to try. And I, it was spring break for my school, so I am in grad school and I wanted to get through everything up to the spring break for that whole spring break week. So, it was actually about 9 or 10 days. Um, I didn't have any caffeine. And I just basically completely eliminated it. Some people will recommend kind of scaling back. It depends how much you drink. I Even when I was starting to notice the adaption, I wasn't drinking a ton. So, I just kind of cut it out completely. It's easier for me to do that than to start trying to scale it back. Just cold turkey. So, I did this detox. And b- basically... I allowed just you know little tiny bits of caffeine, which basically just came from uh, decaf coffee. So uh, I did drink decaf in the morning. I figured you know I wouldn't be craving that caffeine, craving that coffee as much if I had the decaf with you know kind of give you that same taste, kind of trick your mind a little bit into thinking you're having that cup of coffee in the morning. That's what that's what strategy I used. If you really feel like you have a bad adaptation to it, you have a bad Relationship with your caffeine, with your coffee, and you really need to detox. Cut it out completely. For me, it was really just that I wanted to scale back for a long time. Detox, uh, decaf coffee doesn't have hardly any caffeine in it, but it does have trace amounts. But I was willing to let that slide, so I had the detox, the decaf coffee, and that was the start of the detox. So I went this whole time, nine or ten days no caffeine except for whatever trace amounts are in the decaf, no sodas, no coffee, no energy drinks, no pre-workout stimulants. And it was it, it was a hard week. You know, it was a hard week. Um, the morning, I didn't necessarily crave it as much because of the decaf coffee. And then also um, just food. You can get energy from food in the morning. And I think that's important to note that you need to be aware that, you know, food gives you energy as well. And it doesn't always have to be coffee are always a stimulant maybe you know you could have some eggs or some yogurt or something like that just to give you a little boost that you wouldn't have otherwise gotten and that you don't have to always go to coffee for that I started to notice that I started to notice um, better sleep just more deep sleep I felt more rested in the morning which helped it kind of was a nice cycle after probably like day four where because of the you know, no amounts of caffeine I was taking in, I was able to sleep better. Because I was able to sleep better, I didn't need as much of the coffee. So that was a nice little cycle I noticed. And by the end, it wasn't really that big a deal. Yes, I was craving the coffee because I liked the coffee, but I wasn't really needing the caffeine as far as my head goes. And that was a good point. I figured after around 9 or 10 days, I was like, this is good. I don't really need it. I started to, I had a couple... Uh, like diet sodas, which have some caffeine in there, like a Coke Zero, um, had that. That was the first caffeine, didn't really notice like a ton of effects from it. But first cup of coffee on day number 11, I only needed one because it was. I was way sensi- sensitive to it again, which I think is a good thing. You want to be sensitive to it, you don't want to be too adapted. So I noticed that the adaption level had gone down a ton and I basically went back to only having one cup of coffee, sometimes two, but if I have two, I definitely notice it. And that is important. But the main benefit I saw was any caffeine before workouts. So if you have any kind of, you know, stimulant based pre-workout or coffee before your workout or anything along those lines, the caffeine kicks in way harder, better workouts, more energy, more focus that really improved the workouts, which I think is really improving like overall performance. And, it was definitely a beneficial experience for me. It's something I recommend anyone do if they've been drinking coffee or having caffeine intake decently high for you know over a year. I would probably tell everyone it's something I recommend doing once a year. It's kind of an easy thing to throw in. It's not too long. Some people might take longer. Some people might only need a few days. But I definitely recommend cycling off everything in your life except basically water that's about the only thing i recommend you not cycle off of, and vegetables water and vegetables are the things that should stay constant in your diet everything else should probably be cycled at some point so you can you know keep your body guessing keep it not adapting to those different things there are some reasons i already talked about the warning signs of your caffeine tolerance now why should you detox right Number one, caffeine won't have the same effect that it once did. I already talked about that, where in my experience, the one cup of coffee wasn't doing much for me, The little bit of stimulant before my workouts wasn't really keeping me focused and engaged in the workout. And you start to notice that. You definitely notice that your coffee doesn't seem to do the same stuff for you. It doesn't give you the same kind of energy. And that's probably the easiest warning sign to see. Number two... Is actually adrenal fatigue, and this is a very misunderstood concept. I talked about this in one of my first episodes, and I don't know how many of you guys listening have listened back that far, but adrenal fatigue is a tricky subject because it's often overdiagnosed, I would say. So, adrenal fatigue literally is that your adrenal glands are completely shot right there's going to be a ton of symptoms and i'm going to i actually have an episode outlined where i'm going to talk about adrenal fatigue in a couple weeks so i'm going to try to hold off on that but you know be sure that it's actually adrenal fatigue you can go see a doctor and they can basically tell you how your adrenal glands are doing how your hormones are balanced and all this stuff now for some people what they think might be adrenal fatigue where you you know you get some depression maybe you get headaches, your sleep is suffering, um, you feel tired all the time, not motivated. These things are, you know, these are kind of symptoms that can go for a few things and one of them, it just might be caffeine adaption. So, if you think you have adrenal fatigue and you drink caffeine or you take in caffeine, it, you know cycling off a of caffeine doing this kind of detox might completely solve that problem like i said how my sleep was improved your sleep might be improved which will improve all these other areas as well sleep super important probably the most important part of your whole health package is your sleep and your stress so you know get your stress down caffeine will kind of spike cortisol a little bit um and it, you know it's a stimulant, like I said, so as you're going to stimulate, you're going to become a little more anxious, and just eliminating these things are going to really help those symptoms, and you might not actually have literal, adre- literal adrenal fatigue. I'll get into that later in a couple weeks in that episode. Be sure to tune into that, but if you have adrenal fatigue, you know caffeine will definitely be a reason for that because you know, you're wearing out your adrenals. You're going full bore all the time when you're drinking all this caffeine, and you're going 100 miles an hour getting stuff done, maybe you're a little anxious, maybe you're jittery. These are the different things that can actually cause that adrenal fatigue. And number three is just overconsumption. So physically, if you know you're drinking too much coffee, or if you know you've taken way too much caffeine, maybe keep track of the grams for a couple days, right? So it's easy information to find a cup of coffee. Maybe it has, you know, 100, 150 milligrams of caffeine, Keep track if you have four cups in the day, you know, you're, you're already looking at 600 milligrams of caffeine. Maybe have a pre-workout with 200 milligrams of caffeine. You're 800 milligrams of caffeine. That's a lot. So you really need to watch the consumption in grams. Watch the consumption even in just overall cups if coffee is all you drink. Now just be aware Just like how you're aware with your food, I've been talking about for a long time on Foodie Fridays, you want to be aware of what you're putting in your body so you know what everything contains and how it affects you. Same thing with coffee, same thing with caffeine. And basically, number four is uh, if you, you know, these affects things like headaches, things like lack of sleep things like just caffeine not having the same effect or these adrenal fatigue symptoms if they're increasing over time right so if you look back a month and you say man i'm you know i'm feeling way more run down than last month or if you look back 3 months you're like man i'm way more unmotivated than i was in in february this is the point, you know, you're starting, something's changing in your body. You're adapting to something or something's not having the same effect because at that point, maybe in February, you felt great. You felt motivated. By now, that didn't stick. So something else is happening. It might not be just a mindset thing. It might actually be a physical adaption that you need to take care of. All right, so how do you detox your caffeine? How do you just get rid of that? Right? How do you take this 10-day cycle and how do you just treat your body better and cycle off of something that might not be totally good for you in the long term? Number one, so this is a four-step process. Number one, eliminate completely for three days at least. Okay. Now, this might change for some people. So if you are really reliant on the caffeine, this is going to be rough. These first three days are going to be hard. Like I said, caffeine is a drug. Whether you like to hear it or not, it is. And this is going to be hard for some people to want to do, to take this first step with step number one, because, you know, you're changing your daily routine, you're changing something about your life, you're changing a big part of your life, maybe, which would be that, you know, morning coffee or, uh, you know, morning, I don't know, hopefully it's not like an energy drink in the morning, but maybe it's the pre-workout before the gym, any kind of stimulant, and you're taking that out of your life but you need to, right? You need to just cleanse your body of that at least three days. It can be longer if you feel like you need it, you'll kind of get it right. By three days, I said, I think day five, I started to notice maybe day four. I said one of those two days, I really started to notice that it wasn't as much of a craving for me, that it kind of went away a little bit. Yes, I was drinking decaf, but it really didn't have any effect those first three days. And then by day four or five, I started to notice it wasn't as big of a deal anymore and you'll start to feel that way too that's step number one though take it out completely for at least three days and then step number two is to introduce a substitute drink for at least about a week and that basically substitute drink would be decaf if it's pre workout you know you're just having a pre-workout with no stimulants so you know might just have your basic pre-workout ingredients like citrulline malate beta alanine creatine and maybe some flavoring, and that's it. So no caffeine. Not even try to avoid like you know things like taurine, vitamin B's in your pre workouts, just because they're you know stimulating the same thing. Now you're introducing the substitute drink. Um, kind of this is in a way, if it's something like decaf, you're slowly bringing in caffeine with a very small amount, but also you are helping you just just stay on the rails, right? You're just preventing yourself from going off the rails and basically just starting to drink your coffee too soon before this whole detox process is done. So number three, add your caffeine back in, but do it slowly, okay? And this could, I didn't do this on purpose, but this would definitely be a good way to do it is how I added in the diet soda. So I had a couple Coke Zeros in the last couple days, and that was a good way to actually add back in caffeine because those have a way lower content of caffeine than like coffee does. Um, But you're kind of, you know, slowly reintroducing it. So it's not a huge spike, you don't get those bad caffeine effects that you might have had after your first cup of coffee you ever had, like jittery, you know, maybe shaking, maybe a headache. So you're adding it back in slowly to make sure your body responds well to it. This could even be just maybe, you know, one cup of coffee, maybe a half cup of coffee just to try to do it. If you go to coffee shops, Half calf, that's a good way to start weaning it in. So you go from decaf to half calf to full calf, right? So you just bring it in slowly, not always introducing it so suddenly. And even though you're taking it out suddenly, you want to bring it in back slow. And number four is to just basically add it back in completely, but avoid your overconsumption. So if you're used to drinking three cups of coffee in the morning, by the time you're done with this detox, you're the point is that you're back at one, right? Maybe two, but you're back at a lower amount. You're taking out that adaptation that your body had. So you don't want to go back to what you had before because you're going to burn out that much quicker, right? If your body adapted to three cups of coffee and you started to notice, you know, you were run down, there was nowhere to go from there except drinking more, which was, you knew was bad. That's why I listening to this. Then you want to avoid going to that point afterwards. So you want to stick to a lower amount. It might take a little bit of discipline. After this, you know, ten days or so, um, you shouldn't crave it as much. So it shouldn't take as much discipline. But you might crave it on some days, and it's okay, you know, to bring it in here or there. But try not to become reliant on that caffeine, and that's a big part. I mean, you can use several tools to just avoid becoming reliant on it. One of them would be this whole episode like detox the caffeine so you don't crave it as much it kind of teaches you you don't really need it you could also you know try eating if you don't eat breakfast or if you eat late um, you know try eating first before you have your coffee you'll find maybe that gives you energy that you you know you previously relied on the coffee to give you and you don't really need the coffee to give you that energy maybe the food will give it to you and Another one would be uh, put off that coffee till later on. So let yourself wake up, drink a lot of water, drink, I don't know, apple cider vinegar, water with lemon in it, something, just get yourself going, get up, move around, do something, cross something off the list, and then you can have your cup of coffee. But that'll kind of teach you don't need it to get started in your day and you're not having it be like... Your lifeblood when you roll out of bed in the morning, that's the point you don't want to be. If you roll out of bed and you're a zombie until you have your coffee, that's probably not so good because you're kind of becoming adapted and reliant on that to do anything in your life and you're more powerful than that, right? You want to get to the point where you you control what you can get done, you control how productive you can be, how focused you can be, not the coffee you drink, not the caffeine you take in, right? You don't want to become reliant on anything. Foodie Friday. And that will do it. Foodie Friday. It's May, everybody. It is May. It's springtime. Summer's coming. Um and that was episode number 42 of the Fitness, Food and Freedom podcast. I hope you guys liked it. If you like the show, be, su- be sure to subscribe so you get those downloads automatically onto your device and leave a review. I talked about it in the beginning of the show. If you have any questions about this topic or any other topic, go to triplefpodcast.com slash contact and just ask your question there. I'll be all over that, make a show out of it, and you'll get your question answered. So that's how you do, that's how you basically contact me, how you get your questions onto the show. Thank you for listening, everybody. Welcome to everyone new. I'm Jordan Stoltz, and I hope you guys all have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday.